0: hi welcome to an absolute gag it's the podcast where i like to talk to people about the moments or performances that left them speechless i'm tommy Bullington, and i'm still standing better than i ever was (laughs) yeah i'm still standing Meow, meow, meow. That was Armand singing with me. Isn't that? Yeah. Yeah, you were so good. You were so good. I think we changed keys, but that's all right. Hi! Oh, I'm so happy that you are all here. I'm so excited. For my guest today. Oh my goodness, because it's not every day. It's not every day that I get the opportunity to talk to somebody who has gone viral, legitimately viral. He's an actor. He's a musician. He is a, an incredible songwriter. Like he's, uh, written some beautiful songs. He's had a cabaret at 54 Below in, in New York City. He's just incredible and he's an author. He wrote a children's book, but in the, <laughs> I have to continue. He has a YouTube channel called JJ Cruz where he and his husband, uh, give reviews of cruises that they've been on and tips for people who have never been on cruises before. What to expect? And he's just a great, great human. And all of a sudden, in the year twenty twenty, <laughs> he became TikTok famous. He's legitimately TikTok famous, and now he has like thousands and thousands of uh, followers on on TikTok. Um, he's just incredible and he's such a sweet sweet boy and i'm so excited that he's on the podcast today my guest today is the amazing jordan scott taylor and uh his gag, so his gag is really fascinating because he originally offered me a performance in a film that is out in select theaters that are open during the pandemic, but they were going to release on VOD, and they did on Thursday, but we recorded on Wednesday, and so I hadn't seen it yet. And so we had to talk about... Um, he wanted to talk about her then, the this actress that is in this movie. And uh it's she's one of my favorites. So I was so excited to talk about her and her career and all of her gag-worthy performances. And I think we only scratched the surface, truly. I think there's so much more. Hey Armand, can you stop? Thank you. <laughs> he is uh it's a, it's a sunday morning right now when i'm recording and it's snowy and chilly and he just wants um he wants me to pay attention to him and you know i'm busy
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is why i can't have children <laughs> But listen, before we get to that uh, wonderful, wonderful interview that I'm so excited for you all to listen to, uh, let's go on to our Charity Focus of the Week. Our charity today brought to us by our guest, Jordan Scott-Taylor, is Global Giving Coronavirus Relief Fund. So the COVID-19 pandemic marks an unprecedented time in modern history that will require the best of humanity to overcome. So this donation this uh this organization created specific donations that you can give for short-term relief, long-term relief, immediate relief like they have thought of everything and they give you the option of where you want to donate and what to donate to. So this organization, this relief fund was established just for the situation that we're going through right now with the pandemic. Our numbers are still awful. Um, LA is suffering he- like big time right now. And we've got a lot of cities that are and, and, States and everything that are really, really suffering because of their, um, (laughs) their government, uh, but also just, um, the, the lack of planning for the vaccine. Yes, it's great that we have a vaccine, but there are millions and millions of people that we have to give this vaccine to. So it's not going to be for like a long time that like all of us are, are good to go and whatnot. And so we still need, to provide the specific medical relief that is necessary and for a lot of people there are still hospitals that are suffering with their their access to you know masks to uh respirators to all of this stuff they're running out of beds things like that so global giving created the coronavirus relief fund that allows you to donate for the time of the pandemic that you feel like you want to help, you know, do you want to help now? Do you want to help for the future? Everything like that. And you can donate uh, monthly or once. It's a really great idea and it's a really wonderful organization. It's really, really important to help out where you can right now. Uh, you can work diligently as uh You can work diligently as a citizen of the world, as a citizen of your city, and everything. But this virus is really intense. I know from firsthand that, like, you can quarantine all you want. You can stay inside all you want. But all it takes is one moment. We just, we're not out of the woods yet. So, might as well... Go ahead. And if you have some, um, if you're lucky enough to have access to some cash, then, um, and the funds, then send them along the way to the coronavirus relief fund through global giving. If you want to know more about this organization, go to globalgiving.org slash projects slash coronavirus relief fund. Um, there you will find all the information you need um and so i encourage you all to go check that out and you know help out uh help out with this awful <laughs> awful awful situation that we're all dealing with and that is our charity focus of the week okay so i want to get on to the interview uh because it's so much fun so so much fun and um i'm excited for you all to hear about this gag and everything so Let's not waste any more time. Let's go to my interview with Jordan Scott Taylor about his absolute gag. (laughs) Welcome back to the pod. This is episode 21 and oh boy oh boy do i have the best guest oh my god i'm so excited i haven't seen him in forever so this is the best reunion ever listen let's go through the credits okay this man is actor he's a musician he's a songwriter His songs have been sung at, oh, 54 Below. You ever heard? That's right. And now he's expanded into a TikTok. He's a TikTok celebrity, and it's incredible. He's also an author. He's written a children's book called Mikey Stays Home. It's available on Kindle, on Amazon. But most importantly... This man is definitely not in the FBI or a part of the Amish Mafia. Please welcome to the pod. Jordan Scott Taylor. Yay!
1: <laughs> oh my God, Tommy, you you puffed me up. You're my
0: hype man. You deserve the hype. Are you kidding me? Listen, most people have taken this like quarantine and like been like, I'm really going to, like, get my life together and stuff like that, you were mm-hmm. like, oh, let me become internet famous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was not – I mean,
1: yes, while I had that goal, it was not really of my own doing. It was, you know, no. a, a series of, of happenstances that led to
0: the wild ride that I've been on in <laughs> 2020. No, but listen, I it's so – It's so incredible because it's so natural how it happened. And so, like, that's what's the beauty of it. It's just so organic. And I just, like, I love it. I can't believe it. I knew it was like, I knew it was like serious when people I know that don't know you were reposting your stuff in their like Instagram stories and on like Facebook and stuff. And I was just like,
1: oh, that's my (laughs) vagina. 2020 was really nuts for everyone but it was really nuts for me so I'm um, you know know, I'm I'm happy to be past it and I'm grateful for the you know my 20 seconds of fame that happened and um, (laughs) they're still happening yeah I don't I mean I mean I've made it here so obviously yes
0: now you're on my podcast
1: (laughs) immediate
0: celebrity can I just tell you
1: I I'm I love podcasts so much, and because mm-hmm. of just life and everything that's happened, I've lost the art of listening to podcasts, but I used to be yeah. obsessed, and I have, like, a roster of 10 that I probably have <laughs> two years to, like, catch up on just from yeah. all I've missed.
0: I um, know. So I love this. So thank you for having me on. Of course. Of course. No, I totally get it. I, so because my commuting is gone, like... I get so behind on podcasts. Mm, yeah, yeah, like, it's so frustrating. But no, no more L train rides. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. <laughs> even even after that second vaccine goes in my arm, it's going to be a solid year before I get back on that red line. I mean, <laughs> like I'm like I don't trust it. I don't. trust it. <laughs>
1: You no, know, there were small blessings in 2020. Less <laughs> less times
0: on the subway. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Jordan, um, how are you doing with everything considered? How's your life going? What are you up to? Oh boy. So after all of my
1: FBI work in twenty twenty, <laughs> I don't know, should I give like a fifteen second recap of like what happened for those yes. people that may not know? Yes. So, please because of covid my husband and i ended up without jobs and we ended up moving back into my family's lake cabin in the middle of nowhere indiana Mm -hmm. where people could not comprehend why two adult men would be living together because you know you're like what gay like that that doesn't exist like those aren't real they're not allowed in indiana
0: no no
1: like this, like those, those, like wild things are in the city. So people didn't get it. So they automatically thought that we were in the FBI because that's just where someone's mind goes. And um, and so that was what I spent. And so I I played into it. And that's how I spent my summer was, you know, m- m- pretending that I'm in the FBI on a small lake community of 300 people in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, in the woods. So. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we um we did leave that community and we moved, um and we've settled in the South Bend area. So we're just about I'm just about 85 miles I think yeah. directly
0: east of you. I love South Bend. I've been a few times and I really enjoyed that area a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a sports town, Notre Dame. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> I, I I went back to work and I went back to my old job um, in air purification. And if you can imagine air purification and COVID, you know it just it's brought a lot of um, work into my life suddenly yeah. uh, from a more professional, less
0: fun uh, standpoint. <laughs> but you're still making content, which is like really impressive because like I have my day job and this, and it's already like I mean. I was, I was sick and I couldn't do this because I was just like, okay, I'm either going to use my energy for the day for my job or the podcast. And I was like, I, I should for the job because, yeah. Me. So I mean, you know, and there's a part of it. And I think you get this probably too, is
1: like, you've got to find some creative outlet yes. when, when you're stuck at home, there's nothing else to do. And yes. like, we just have to, like we're create, like I connect with you on that. We're creators yes. and like, I have to continue making content, you know, even if it's like, uh, I'm I'm like throwing, throwing stuff at the wall. I'm like, is, if, if it's sticking, then like we're being successful, but if it's not, we're, we're having fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great way of looking at it. <laughs> like, I love that. And yeah. that's why TikTok is kind of perfect because it's like, just whatever, just toss it out there, see what they think and everything. And I'll tell you what, like, I have a few videos on my account. However, <laughs> the consistency of yours, like, is pretty impressive because I just put up shit that I'm like, oh, this is funny to me. And then it turns out being funny for like some Midwest moms in <laughs> like, Ohio think it's cute. <laughs>
1: You know what? Those are all my followers too, and I'm not (laughs) even kidding. I'm like, I like log in and look at like the. uh, It it, it will give you a lot of different statistics of like location, um, and gender. And so Midwest moms seems to be who I'm playing up my
0: uh, (laughs) my stories to as well. And that's okay. They need entertained. (laughs) Gotta love them. We gotta entertain the debbies of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um. So Jordan, I have. A, well first of all oh oh i haven't seen you in forever so we have to really quickly touch on and this is my listeners understand this because once i get connected with a fellow bravo fan i have to just address oh my God. yes okay <laughs> what are we what gonna are you, talk about what are you watching what are you into right now who are we going with right now Okay. So, I mean, of
1: course I'm, I'm watching OC. I'm watching Real Hospice of OC. Okay. okay. Um, The season has been uh, just, you know, the season got cut in half. It's, I have thoughts, but um, I'm watching OC. I'll leave it at that. Um, I am watching Salt Lake
0: City. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And I like it. I like it a lot. I think it started out really big and now they're kind of chill, but it looks like it's picking right back up. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, Jen is like just the perfect person. I, I don't know how she hasn't been on TV yet.
0: Like I, I don't know either. And I'll tell you what, she is loving every tweet about her. I tweeted twice about her and both were just like not even a second they were immediately liked by her and i was like girl you thirsty
1: oh my gosh (laughs) Because the only one on Salt Lake City that has liked anything of mine is because you know I I slide into Instagram DMs all the time. So I'm like, you know, you are first, fearless. Oh my you god, are
0: fearless.
1: I, I'm like, this is the way we connect, and this is the way we network. And it's 2020, and everyone's at home, so deal with it. You're getting a message from me. So <laughs> Meredith Marks um, just sent me like a lovely message after I was just like, I love you so much, and she was like. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet, um, but I actually do love her. Like I, lo- she, I chill. She's
0: yeah, she's chill, but I love her. And she and- has a she has a catchphrase already. Oh with god. like, I am not engaging in this. I am just yeah, engaging am. from this. Like that is iconic. That is canon already. Yeah. I am disengaging from this. That is such such good. Oh my oh, god. So- <laughs> I
1: mean, So, so great. And her son adds a lot to the show. And so like, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm here for Salt Lake. I have high hopes, high expectations. um, And I will continue to watch. Um, Yes. But other than that, you know, uh, Below
0: Deck is always on in our home. Yes, because y'all are famous nautical Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We love the we love the high seas
1: and we love our <laughs> ships. And so we and my husband especially loves but he's a huge blow deck fan. And so yeah. I like it maybe a little less than he does, but I still watch it. And um I mean who doesn't love a little Captain Lee? No.
0: You know, we love Captain Lee. Yeah. Just like God damn it, then. <laughs> like, and just the way he's so mad always. <laughs> and the way that he, like, lectures like a dad. You're just like, oh my God. And not your dad, but, like, your best friend's dad. Yeah, yes, the dad that you're yeah. like, really scared of yeah exactly you're like oh if i piss off mr lee like i'm like i'm gonna (laughs) shit myself and then look he's like come into the captain's quarters and you're like
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh no it's it's so good it's so good, but that's that's it for now.
0: That's that's the extent okay. of Bravo I'm watching right now. I know there's so much more I could be watching, but no, it's fine. I love this. It's it's so funny. I feel like I have friends who are like into everything, but like when I get with one of my Bravo friends, I'm like, shit, we have to just say something. <laughs> so I'm glad we got that out of the
1: way. No, yeah. yeah, me too. No, that was that was definitely needed, and you know it's that's nice to talk Bravo with. With a, another fan, because I know that yeah. you're, I know
0: you're as much as a fan as I am. I I want to be a Bravo historian so bad, and I feel like I'm on the edge. I'm on the cusp. I'm going to get there one day. <laughs> you are basically there. <laughs> oh, Jordan, I have a very important question for you. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. What is your absolute
1: gag? I thought you would never ask. Okay. Um, oh, I'm just like so excited to get into this. My absolute gag is Jennifer Coolidge.
0: Ow! Oh my God. You look like the 4th of July. It makes me want a hot dog real bad. Yeah, okay. Well, you got to get going, honey. Okay. Uh, this, this is it we are, this is this is what's great this how this all came about I said Jordan what's what do you want to talk about and he said I saw Promising Young Woman recently have you seen it and I was like no I haven't yet because it's a, uh, Friday it's going to be on VO oh, okay. Okay. and so I was like I was like shoot And you were like, Jennifer Coolidge in that movie is so good. And now she's all I think about. (laughs) And it's
1: true. I love that movie. I mean, we we could dive into that movie for hours. That movie
0: is... I cannot wait. I mean, it was like when 2020 came around... It was that movie, and in the Heights, that I was the most excited
1: for. Yeah,
0: and I was like, "Those are my two movies that I like need to see no matter what." And so I'm so excited to see it. But give me give me an idea of her character and her performance without any spoilers. Okay,
1: so first off, I didn't even know she was in the movie, so it was a total Same. surprise. But um, she plays Carrie Mulligan's mom. <gasps> i'm so excited (laughs) and the the first like interaction that you see with the two of them and again i'm not giving anything away but it's it's very like mellow and it's you know jennifer coolidge has she plays this character that is like this kind of like stuffy old woman which is Kind of a new and different, like Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, definitely. Then later on in the movie, she just loses her shit, and like it is just every, but loses her shit in a stuffy old woman way. Oh, Um, (laughs) and 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 like I, I, I'm trying to think of like I mean she is like the most toxic Karen mother that you could possibly imagine, but in the most hilarious way. I mean, she is truly the, there, there's some really, really genius comedic moments in this, in this film. And, and the film is, you know, the film has some very serious themes um, and it has a really important message and it's really, it's a, it's a really good film. Um, But Jennifer Coolidge just brings this comedy to it that. I I could not both my husband and I we could not stop laughing and like we even missed we were like what did we just miss we like missed a scene because we just like couldn't <laughs> calm ourselves down we were howling over her the way that she was acting oh my gosh it's so good it's so 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 good and I I know I'm I'm hyping it up probably more than what I should but if you love Jennifer Coolidge
0: you will love her in this movie and I promise I promise so, what I love about this is this is, this is something that's been happening in the last few years where a really fabulous comedian character actor gets in the movie and it's like a supporting character and just blows you away. You're obsessed with it. And then you start going to the back catalog and you're like, oh yeah, she's always been incredible in everything so that's why this has this uh, this topic has just blossomed into a collage of coolidge we're just <laughs> going to talk about jennifer coolidge and how incredible she is because you did that for me i started like we started talking and then i was like oh my god but she's like she's so good in everything and i pulled up her imdb hundred and seventeen credits. <laughs> I did too. And I
1: started like I started looking her up in scenes that I hadn't seen her in because she's basically yeah. been in every TV show ever. Ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't realize that she got her start on Seinfeld, which of course, mm-hmm. of course she did, but like not as just, you know, uh, a waitress with like a two-second scene. She was a major character in her episode. Yeah. And, um, and I did rewatch it and I just, I'm, I just love her.
0: <laughs> She's just so great. And, uh, one of the performances that we kind of talked about or that you mentioned was, and this, this movie has been brought up a lot by a lot of guests in the past and it is just an iconic movie, but her performance in Best in Show is so good. <laughs> She is, I watched it last night. She is so understated in that movie. Like, it's very, like, just under the radar kind of performance. Like, she just kind of waits, and then she does something or says something, and then you're just laughing. Like, she yep. is so good in that movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, she is. I mean, and the fact that, like, she ends up... um You know, I mean, not 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 to give away spoilers, but you know, she she ends up with Jane Lynch. It's like, what gift? Like, like the world just gave us this gift of these two women who back then weren't even necessarily the the powerhouses that they are today. Yeah, and so it makes it like going back and watching that makes it so. Fun. And so like it just it just adds to the movie watching experience for me.
0: Agreed. And she gives us uh an iconic fashion moment when she just has the fuzzy head wrap, but it's not nothing in the back or nothing in the front. It's just like a <laughs> and she just has it over her ears and like it's just so furry and it looks so dumb. <laughs> but it's
1: so good. I am like because it's been a minute since I've seen the movie and I
0: know exactly what you're talking yes. about. <laughs> it's seared in your memory. Cause you're like, what is she wearing? And like, it's so good.
1: Oh, it's oh. so good. That, I mean, I could watch that movie. I, I could watch that movie
0: like every week. So, so what is it about her in general that really just clicks with you? Like, what is it whenever she pops on the screen or is in a film or something that just makes you go, "Oh my god, <laughs> like, I love her." You know, I think that i I was really
1: thinking about this, and this is really true for promising young women too. You mm-hmm. you kind of described her in Best in Show in a great way of like an understated character that just kind of she is in. She's almost in the background, but then she steps forward and says one line, and then that's what you take away from the movie is her line. <laughs> yes. and, and often it's so random, and the way that she says things and does things is just so unique. Ugh. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and, and I'm not, and no, and I'm not like, I'm not. <clears throat> I get it. A lot of people like this type of humor, but that is my humor. Like that is my right. type of humor. I love the total randomness of it and like the the fact that she can just take on this character in a second. That a movie you didn't even know the movie needed her. And right. then once she comes forward,
0: you're like that movie would have been nothing without her. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, another film that we kind of touched on and I think her most iconic performance truly is "Legally Blonde" too, as "Legally Blonde" was. too, right? <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I "Legally Blonde." I agree. Well, that's. I mean, listen, "Legally Blonde" too is where the hot dog line is from, and I. Know. God, I. But like, but you're. That is a perfect example. That film, Legally Blonde, is great, okay? It's got Reese, and of she's doing great. In it. But there's something about adding in the character of Paulette, and especially Jennifer Coolidge's performance, that just elevates the whole film to a kind of iconic status, where you're like, I fucking love Legally Blonde.
1: <laughs> now, did you see what I saw on the IMDb page? Like, the, oh. the, the top movie that is coming that she's going to be in?
0: Yes. We're getting number three. She's color alert. <laughs> but I know it's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, not great, but like I know I'm going to like it.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I think you're exactly right when what you're saying about Legally Blonde with her character because I feel like you can even feel, when it comes to the musical, you can yeah. even feel Jennifer, even though um, uh, Orphe, was that who played hey okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and um, again, another amazing performance. Like, great. She's but great. like you can even feel the roots of Jennifer Coolidge come up into the musical um, yes. just because that character is so iconic um, and is such an amazing part of that movie. I just, I, I love that. And I feel like that's Jennifer Coolidge. I mean, that is, she's got roots. She
0: does, she does. You know, you talked you touched on something that I had I wrote a note uh because I was when I was watching movies last night and clips of her. Um anybody I mentioned this in um my Joan Cusack episode ages ago, that Jennifer Coolidge uses her insane dialect to her advantage in every role. And you were so right. The way she says things, and sometimes when she like hits specific words, it's the funniest thing you've ever heard in your goddamn. Life. <laughs> I know, I
1: know. Like that hot. So speaking, I mean, tying this all together, that <laughs> hot dog line is one of the most like famously used sounds on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen people; like, it's everywhere. Especially, of course, it was like over the Fourth of July. Yeah, that's what the line is, but um. Oh my gosh, this summer, that that sound was trending on TikTok. And so I was like scrolling through my For You page and like every other video was Jennifer Coolidge's voice. And I was
0: just, I was in gay heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so this is a great segue because I I agree with you. I did see a bunch of her like on uh, TikTok and everything. But what is it about her that is this like, I think she's kind of a modern day queer icon. Like I think we're all I think the gays love her. And I think we're all for Jennifer.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean one, boobs. Sure. Like <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe maybe I shouldn't have said that. But I mean I feel like No, she
0: I mean she is she is shaped. <laughs> In such a way, <laughs> like she is, she okay. I, she's she's
1: gorgeous, she's beautiful, but she is kind of like a walking, talking, living drag queen. Like she kind yes. of is, and I, and I say that, I say that with so much, so many like terms of endearment, like yes. because she's the things that drag queens are: funny, random. You know, will give a performance that like will just knock you off your socks. But then also she has the big boobs and the big lips and the small waist. And, like, you know, she's got the
0: curves for days. Um, she is, she is every uh, male to female, like, she is every drag queen, like, ideal padding. <laughs> like, I think everybody wants <laughs> like, sense. I'm actually, I'm Shocked she has not been a Snatch Game character yet. Like, oh my I-
1: gosh. Okay, so I've always asked myself, like Jordan, if you're ever on Snatch Game, which why would I be? I'm not a drag queen. But like, if I was like, let's just pretend that like I wake up tomorrow and I'm in drag on TikTok, and then I get on RuPaul. You know, all these things happen. What would I be? Now, Jennifer Coolidge, that's my yeah, I gotta start working on my impression.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you nailed it, though. And she just she has the aura uh, of a drag like performer. She just is like it's big, it's exaggerated. Um, I watched um, a Mighty Wind recently for a past episode, oh, and so she has like itty bitty part in that, yep. but those ridiculous lips. And the way that she, like, smiles throughout the movie and has, like, purple lipstick on and stuff, it's just, like, she uses her beauty in such a fascinating and fun way. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. She does. She does.
1: I mean, I... And I feel like she, she has these characters that are very, like prevalent in terms of themes within, like the LGBTQ community, you know, like in Legally Blonde, she's that kind of underdog that like doesn't really believe in herself, but like ends up, you know, I think blossoming into, you know, this amazing person. I think a lot of people connect with that, Um, you know, but then also at my current age in my thirties, I watch American Pie and I'm like, I can be a cougar.
0: (laughs) And then it's another thing. Like, she just keeps on popping back up in one wow. like, in the zeitgeist. She just keeps on, like, popping up, and she's like, hi. And you're just like, oh, Jennifer. Like, right.
1: You. <laughs> Right. And oh my God, I'm so sorry. I forgot about you for like a, a minute, but like now you're back. Now you're here. We're best friends again.
0: I love you. I love you. I love you. But no, so many people for a whole generation, I would say. So I'm the youngest of four. Like my brother, who's like uh, late 30s, almost 40, like for a whole generation, she's Stifler's mom. Like, like that's exactly. it. Yeah. And like, so it's so wild to watch her like be something for like every different every different generation or so. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's a different iconic moment for all of us. She is
1: and I was as I was kind of going back and watching some of her performances last night I really noticed that, like, like I said, I rewatched her in Seinfeld. She's had this evolution as an actress that you can read. That's really, really tangible. I feel like yeah. from her days in TV, te- like, you know, TV shows and she was in Sex in the City up to American Pie, where she was Siffler's mom. And she really evolves into this wonderful comedic person that yes. I think is where she belongs. Yes. Um, that's where she really shines. And it's not that she wasn't brilliant before. Um, she was just... It was a little bit different before, but it's it's been this evolution of, like, finding... Or almost her finding herself... I, I can't speak for her. She's a genius. <laughs> I just... I've noticed this, like, evolution to her no. comedic like, genius, and I think it's incredible.
0: You know what it is? Every good career, every good, like... Especially comedic... I'm going to say it. Comedic female actors, especially... Every great career for a comedic female actor is about trust because Mm -hmm. let, let's be honest and real. Like the, the entertainment industry has standards that they have in their brains that they can't break out of. Right. And so she's already like such an oddball because she's so beautiful, but she, her humor is so like weird. Like she's. weird. And so then you've got people being like, well we don't know what to do with you're not like you know, you're not just a hot woman, you're like you're funny too. Hmm. And then like they get all confused. And then she slowly but surely with each performance says You can trust me. Just give me something and I'll do it and I will deliver. And that is what her career built to be. Are people being like, well, Jennifer Coolidge can do whatever. Just cast her and she's going to bring you gold in some
1: way. Yep. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you to see promising you. Like, you have to. (laughs) You have to let me know after you've seen it. And then let me know if I made a total like idiot of myself on this podcast by hyping that up so much. But
0: I love it. I'm so excited that you said it. <laughs> like, I, you know. I feel like you're gonna love the movie, and I feel like you're gonna love her in the movie too. I will say I without a shadow of a doubt, I it is documented right here right now. I'm gonna fucking love this movie. You, <laughs> because- you know. You like, I have just been <laughs> waiting for it for so long that I just know I'm going to fucking love it. But it's really fascinating. I had, like you said, I had no clue she was in this movie and now I'm kind of like, Oh, is this Jennifer Coolidge's little Alice and Janney and I, Tanya moment? Like that's, that's <sighs> who I can't like, I'm kind of like, I don't know if it's award worthy or anything yet. I'll, I'll decide when I see it, but is this her way to just be like don't forget me <laughs>
1: like uh, i mean i say <laughs> oh i'm not going to say too much i duh, it's not that level okay, okay. i want to bring your expectations down a little bit i
0: mean that alice and jenny and the, i mean that was that's incredible incredible another another woman though who like it was about trust like and yeah. every time she was like just Trust me, I got it, and then the ultimate payoff, you know, in Itania. But, um, but with this, okay, so it's not that level. It's not
1: that level. It's just, it's just, she just plays a a funny in my in my mind very memorable mother character. Um, It's I just can't wait for you to to see it. And if you're listening to this and you've seen the movie, slide into my DMs because they're open. (laughs) They're wide open. I I talk to anybody.
0: (laughs) I talk to Meredith Marks. (laughs) You
1: know who I do chat with? Like... On the frequent is Emily Simpson, like frequently. Her oh, and I, like, we have conversations. Really? So mm-hmm. here's something that I'm just like, okay, I'm so sorry. This is like a little side tangent. Instagram, go, Instagram tip of the day if anyone is about to get famous, you want to slide into their DMs early because as yes. long as they accept that message, then they get notified every time you message them. So I was like, Probably one of Emily Simpson's first fans to be like, "Oh my god, I love you," and then she like wrote me back, and then we talked about like, I mean, we have talked about like going out together. I mean, we've like, we've kikied in the Insta a few times. And so that's I'm like any I'm like watching. I'm like,
0: okay, who's gonna get famous next? <laughs> me and my
1: sad, sad life. <laughs>
0: I love it, are you kidding me i but I wish i I wish I had the courage of you. Are you kidding me? I will message people and immediately be like well i I'm a dumbass
1: <laughs> like, not, not at
0: all, oh my gosh. I will be like so. I keep it sensible for me, and like I message like podcasters I love, or like comedians that I think are funny, and like but like young gay comedians who are not yet famous. <laughs> like, you know,
1: I tell people this all the time. I did not get my show at fifty four below because I wrote music and people thought it was like the best thing ever. I did it because I walked in physically walked into fifty four below. After messaging the director of programming on Instagram, met her face to face, and I said, What would it take for me to have a show here? Because it's a dream of mine to do this. And she was like, Let's talk and make it happen. And we did. And like, that's the thing. It's like sometimes things like that are so tangible, but it's like we just
0: have to walk in the walk in the room. You know what I mean? Jordan, you know what? Lisa Renov would like, say, You're a hustler, baby. <laughs> You hustle. You own it. Own it.
1: Oh my gosh, you didn't even I don't even think we have time to talk about Erica and Tom. Like what oh Okay, sorry. All right, that's another time another
0: time. I'll tell you what, Erica thinks that she's Jennifer Coolidge. She is not. She is not. She Erica is Jane not. wishes she was Jennifer Coolidge. Oh my gosh. She's not that's even not like
1: a quarter. I mean, god bless her, but
0: although yeah, I I would love to see Jennifer in some kind of a, a real housewife-esque role, like oh in a film. Did you ever watch Hot Wives? Oh yeah. Oh no, we there, I there think was we talked about thing. that.
1: Wait, we watched it together. We watched it together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was years ago. You're playing guy. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. So she would have been lovely in.
0: Oh, oh yes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, especially as like the grand dame of like whatever. Oh, you yes. You know, like the older one who's like in charge, the alpha, the like Lisa Vanderpump All kind right. of in- I need Christopher Guest to make one more film.
1: Like, I need we need one more, yes. It needs to be housewives themed and it needs to, uh, oh my gosh, dream star cast. It needs to have Jennifer Coolidge. Obviously, we have to bring back uh Jane Lynch, yes,
0: uh Parker Posey. Oh my gosh, Catherine O'Hara, in. yes.
1: I need, let's just like bring in all the greats, <laughs> Christopher. Are you listening? Hey Chris.
0: <laughs> He's a big fan. He loves he loves queer podcasts centered in Chicago. <laughs> he specifically looks
1: <laughs> all right, good. Well we love you, Chris, and uh waiting on that movie.
0: <laughs> we haven't seen mascots. It's okay. Just... <laughs> but for real, I haven't no, I haven't either. It's okay. It's okay. I had, I had, a like, for the longest time, Christopher Guest was like a dark spot in my, like, comedy, you know, uh, oeuvre, the things that I knew. I wasn't introduced to Christopher Guest until I got into college. You know, it just never, actually, it was never same. Went my same,
1: same. And yeah. we're both from very similar, like, well, we're from the same state. And I don't yeah. like- I don't know how many of those movies were around. I don't know. In my community, they
0: weren't. No. Uh, I mean, Waiting for Guffman is a documentary about Indiana. (laughs) It's it's not a mockumentary. It's a documentary. (laughs) It's for real. Yep. Yep. Uh, What other Jennifer Coolidge performances come to mind for you as, like, iconic moments? Oh my gosh, we've talked about so many of
1: them. I mean, okay, let, if we haven't talked about a Cinderella story, no, we
0: haven't. Oh my god, yes.
1: And she's like the evil, evil character in that movie. Oh. Um, but again, totally wacky. Like her performance in that movie with Hillary Duff. I mean, it's just like, yeah, again, these like small gifts that the universe gave us through the years. And I didn't even appreciate it at the time. And I haven't actually seen a Cinderella story in a long time, but I went back and rewatched some clips from that movie yesterday. And I mean, again, she is iconic in that movie. And I guess when we're talking about her being a gay icon, that's another movie that I mean, who, what gay man didn't grow up on a Cinderella story or like didn't watch it in high school or
0: college? Of a certain age. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, um, yeah, you know, that's a great point. She, I think she accurately just always kind of nails what world she's in. And so, in a Cinderella story, she is giving you over the top, but she knows that it's because she has to. It's like, it's needed. She knows it's necessary. She knows... Okay. That this world needs for her to go big. Yep. Yep.
1: Absolutely. And she does that in that movie. <laughs> and Hillary Duff hates her.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like back then, I was like, "Don't be mean to Hillary Duff," and now I'm like, "Don't be mean to Jennifer
0: Coolidge." Oh. <laughs> You know who I want to know how how they felt about Jennifer Coolidge? Haley Duff. I would like to know what she thought. <laughs> Man. Oh. Haley, at the beginning of quarantine, I went through a Legally Blonde, the search for the new Elwoods Woods in TV oh show. Gosh, I, I went in a deep dive of it because I feel like the world all of a sudden was like, "Hey, remember when this was a show on MTV?"
1: <laughs> I loved that show, and I watched oh, it,
0: watched every episode. Are you kidding me? I and I still feel autumn was robbed, but that's just me. <laughs> <sighs> Man, that could be uh, Tommy. How many podcasts are we gonna are we gonna shoot here? <laughs> this is this is what happens I have somebody on and then they're all of a sudden like oh my god we should do a podcast about this (laughs) (laughs) that's the beauty of this like there could be a a podcast just on old reality TV show commentary oh my god absolutely like let me watch four to five episodes of next and I have thoughts (laughs) room Raiders, I'll tell you oh my (laughs) god I'm
1: here. I'm here for it. There's like so many. Um, oh my goodness. There was something that came up on TikTok the other day that used to be on um, TLC and it was um, an age difference dating TV show where it was like, um, oh my gosh, I don't remember Then I'm doing a terrible job of describing this, but like where the women would be in their 70s and the men would be in their 20s and it documented their life and um I ended up rewatching three episodes of that TV show. There were only three episodes aired, so I rewatched <laughs> the entire um, series in a, in a matter of t- like two and a half
0: hours. And TLC will still give us some real. They have a. They had a show over the summer called Smothered, which was about girls who have like crazy relationships with their mom oh and gosh. how close their mom and and the girl are. And stuff, and it was oh wild. And then they had a show called Everybody Loves a, a Mama's Boy, and it was just about like
1: I saw man. an episode of
0: that. <laughs> it's so weird, it's so <laughs> weird,
1: and it's also like I, I mean I should never be surprised. I'm always like, where do they find these people? But then I realize I'm like, people probably say that about me too.
0: Where do they find this FBI agent? They're
1: like, oh, TikTok, where do they find that?
0: <laughs> Absolute idiot. <laughs> what would you like to see from Jennifer Coolidge in the future? Is there, like, something you would love to see her do? So, I
1: think for me, I want to see Jennifer Coolidge live on stage. Yes. In some form. I want to see – I I want to attend – a Broadway where she is the starring role, and and honestly, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna like say something really crazy. I would love to see her
0: in a play. I would, yes, really love that. I, you know what? I think I got an idea. <laughs> oh wait! Even though it's been revived a thousand times, it doesn't need a new revival. Are you gonna say The Crucible? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just completely joking. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> I shall booty prat. <laughs> I shall dance with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Giant lips. No, um I uh I would see I would see her as Clackett in Noises Off. I would see her as oh my god, like, yes. yes. like I think she could exist in that world. I think she could absolutely be in oh. noise in some form. I would lose my shit. I would <laughs> love love that. She, she would like, be amazing. She would be incredible. But like truly, any kind of farce she could do, and it would be great. I yeah. that is the right answer. like yep. You just, you said the right answer. <laughs> like, no, I think mean, yourself is great. I was like, wh- racking
1: my brain and I'm like, would she be right for Misery? I'm like, yeah.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> Bring it on. It's the thing about her is that I'm kind of like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> why not? Our, our town, I mean our town, Bring her in. I love it. <laughs> like,
1: I'm here for this and I'm ready. I, I will buy tickets in advance before it opens.
0: <laughs> I think Jennifer Coolidge on Broadway is absolutely the next step. And I need her. I also would love to see her in a film musical. Like I want to see her. Yes. And if she doesn't like sing, I can imagine her just like going for it full force and like just giving it her all in like any kind of small role or something, and it would just be oh, so
1: delightful. absolutely. Her, you know, in maybe Elf the musical, like that's <laughs> it again. I'm I'm purposefully saying the first thing that comes out of my mouth, and it, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> Do you know what's crazy? You mentioned first of all. I have to go back. For our listeners, Emily Simpson is a real housewife of Orange County. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Yeah, I should have. I just, I totally can imagine some listeners being like, is that like Jessica Simpson? Or like, (laughs) 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 because if I didn't know housewives, I would think that. But Emily Simpson is a Jennifer Coolidge character. She totally is. And I didn't realize that until now either. No. Oh, she definitely is. This woman got a hip surgery, a hip replacement surgery done, and I absolutely can't imagine Jennifer being like, I can have my hips replaced. (laughs) Now I can really move. (laughs) Can we just have you read Jennifer Coolidge?
1: script for the, the rest of the podcast
0: <laughs> she actually was one of my first ever gags of the week because that uh, that viral video that went around of just her staring out of a window and the camera just panning up to her face and she turns <laughs> to the phone and she goes hi <laughs> <And> like <laughs> hi oh my god <laughs> Well, there's that there's that kid who can do her voice like perfectly. He does both Jennifer, and he does an Anna Anna Faris uh, impression that's really good. I haven't seen this kid. He's on Of course, he's on TikTok. Yeah, (laughs) he probably has like twenty million followers. (laughs) These these young queens, let me tell you, they are pulling out content and comedy that like. I could never imagine when I was their age. No, and you know, I—I
1: I actually, this is in my book of—I keep a running list of all my of all my TikTok ideas, and this is a video yeah. that I'm going to make. I'm going to talk. It's going to be a talk session, but I think it's so amazing. You know, there's this trend going around where guys are. Um, like transforming or changing into like skirts and doing like these dances, and yeah. I'm just like, and it's so popular and it's going yeah. so viral, and it literally gets me kind of emotional thinking like, I, we didn't have that in high school, like we no. didn't have something like like we were made fun of for that, like and and made fun of and put in really dark places, and yeah. it's just so cool to see it yeah. on TikTok and it just be this joyful, like, viral thing that people are having fun with and, like, self-expression and and self-acceptance, and I think it's... Anyways, that was a side tangent,
0: but... No, I love that, you know, though it's why I kind of, like, there's a lot of people, especially our age, who are like, I'm too old for that. And maybe you are, but listen, (laughs) I'm telling you right now, just, you don't even have to create shit. Just, like, download... And just explore because you will find somebody who so accurately hits your sense of humor Mm, beyond all reason. And, like, I mean, truly, I'm just shocked at all these, like, 16 year old queer kids that I'm just like, they're the funniest person I know. I like, know. They're genius. <laughs> like, and they like, deserve a platform. And it's yeah. so
1: cool that they can have one so freely. <laughs> I think it's awesome. And I, I love just, supporting it.
0: I just reposted one from this kid. His screen name is POV Rock Bottom. And <laughs> first of all, that screen name's funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> he's with a friend in their bedroom. And he's like... Um, so you are telling me that I am not Fergalicious. And she's like, You're not, no, you're not Fergie. And he's like, but do I drive the boys loco loco? <laughs> and she's like, she's like, you're not Fergie. And he goes, have you ever seen Fergie and me in the same room? <laughs> and he just like turns to the to the camera and he's like, F. To the E, to the (laughs) it's so stupid, but like it hit me at such a like core that I was like, "This kid's genius." No,
1: I I absolutely love it, and I could talk about TikTok for the rest of the night, and everybody would hate me for it. But no, no, my poor husband. I'm just like, oh look at this TikTok. Just like constantly
0: sending TikToks, short content is great for somebody like Jennifer Coolidge who just like pops <laughs> in like you said we love that she just kind of like comes in like she never overstays her
1: welcome she's just like oh never and we her. always she always leaves us wanting more yes <laughs> every time like I literally I was I was just like Legally Blonde 3 cannot come soon enough and no. I'm like let's get in like that's gonna be 2022 I'm telling you 2022 (laughs) is going to be the year. I know people are like, 2021. I'm like, no. like We're going to have another year that's going to be hard. It's all about 2022. 2022. (laughs) Like, let's get ready. The 2020s is coming
0: back and it starts in 2022. (laughs) 2022 is that girl. And you need to know (laughs) that 2022 is going to be on your mind. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because here's the deal. I'm never leaving the movie theater in 2022. I <laughs> off, I'm going to go to an AMC and just sit down <laughs> and be like... That will you- be your
1: new house. Like, you will move permanently <laughs> move in. You'll have a suite at the AMC. They're like,
0: they're like, sir, you need to leave. And I'm like, do I? Do I need to leave? I don't think I do. are <laughs> like, I've paid about $400. So...
1: And my popcorn bucket is still refillable and I'm still eating popcorn.
0: Now roll Mission Impossible Seven. Get the fuck going. Come on. <laughs> give me give me Fast and Furious ten. <laughs> chop chop.
1: You're just like whatever whatever you want to play, I'm here, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs>
0: Phantom Thread 2. <laughs> oh my gosh, please. I'm still, <laughs> still
1: I love that movie.
0: Oh my god, I I'm obsessed with that movie. <laughs> I'm actually obsessed with the soundtrack, and I listen to it often. It's a great soundtrack. It's it so. Good. It's a beautiful movie. I don't know why I thought of it, but damn it, I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch. Maybe I'm going to do that tonight. I'm going to rewatch It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice light movie for an uh, you know an evening. Just an evening scroll through. Poison and romance and <laughs> sexual
0: fantasies, you know. you know. Also, I'm just looking over some of her future credits that we have to talk about. Um, she's in Bobbleheads, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Get that check. Get know your-
1: is that a cartoon?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's okay. a Made a movie that's It's okay. some right. of those things where the toys try to be like the Lego movie and then they're like oh really funny people wrote that I forgot <laughs> like, so, <laughs> got it got it okay she's in um, Arlo the alligator boy
1: <laughs> okay so she has some opportunities coming up <laughs> Legally
0: Blonde 3 Legally Blonde 3 <laughs> Pierre the pigeon hawk this is another movie. Tommy, are you making these up? No, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like I am. <laughs> I am not. I guarantee. I guarantee. Pierre the Pigeonhawk is like a French animated film that like is being translated. You know, like she's oh. doing the Volta for mm-hmm. for U.S. audiences. I don't know. That's probably the case. Yeah. The white lotus. That sounds problematic. I hope it's not. (laughs) The white lotus. That's a,
1: that's a slot machine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's also a TV mini-series (laughs) that is going to be in in uh 2022. I think. Uh sat in a tropical resort. It follows the exploits of various guests and employees over the span of a week. I'll watch it.
1: I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like it's going to be on Lifetime, and I'm going to probably watch it.
0: <laughs> just, oh, my God. I can't. Oh, but you know what? She's still working. Like, She's she, still and nothing... It. And nothing is too big or too small for her. She will do it. And, like, a lot of people might be like, oh, well, that's, like, you know, maybe that's kind of, like, desperate or something. No, I just think she really loves working and she really just enjoys, you know, she enjoys creating. She takes any opportunity. And, like, we love it.
1: Yeah. No. And I think that's another... I mean, there's just... We're coming up with so many reasons why we love Jennifer Coolidge, but, like, the fact that, like, she loves creating these characters, you know, that's just, like, another...
0: uh, And it's reliable. She is reliable. You put her on screen and you're just like, no matter what, I'm gonna fucking love her. (laughs) And that's all like... Yep. Yep. No, I... I
1: can't get enough. And I'm really... I mean, honestly... Uh, give or take some of these future credits I'm really excited about Legally Blonde 3 Have I said that already?
0: <laughs> I, okay, I'm shocked you're not excited for Pierre the Pigeon Hawk but I don't know enough about it I'm going to check it out I'll definitely put it in my queue Watch, I'm making all these jokes and stuff it's, One of those is going to win it Oscar <laughs> We're going to look back on this in a year. And we're going to be like, oh. <laughs> oh, no. You no. totally miscalculated how big the White Lotus would be. <laughs> 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 but I am. I'm so ready for Legally blonde 3. I'm with you. Mm. Any final words about Jennifer Coolidge and our love for her? Jennifer, if you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes.
1: If you ever want to come and be in my TikToks, the store is open. And so this is just a, an informal invitation. No big deal. Let me know.
0: I would love to know what your gag is, Jennifer, if you're listening. Oh my gosh. Her How gag is hot dogs. That's what her gag is. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want an absolute gag. Now. <laughs> Real bad. Um <laughs> she's the best. I just thank you so much. Yes. I truly, truly love like this is this is like what the show the this podcast is kind of built out of. It's just like those kind of actors, those kind of performers, mm-hmm. those kind of like musicians or something just like the ones who are just always there. And you're like, damn, you're always good. And I love you for it. Like Jennifer Coolidge is a prime example of an absolute gang. I (laughs) totally agree. (laughs) So let's go ahead and add the whole canon of Jennifer Coolidge and just her as a human in general into our book of
1: gags.
0: Yes. Is
1: it? Is the cure? It's really great. I'm like, so honored that like I got to be here with you during this moment in time.
0: I know to witness Jennifer Coolidge being added into thanks to you yeah. into the book of gags. I mean, thanks to her. It's really thanks to her. Thank you, Jennifer. I love you. All right, to wrap things up, let's go ahead and uh, do our gags of the week. So I'll start first to give you an example. Um, My gag of the week. um, So we talked about this on my previous episode. I was... Under the weather with the big one. Mm. Um the big one for now, like <laughs> the yes. COVID. Yes. So my recovery show that I've just been watching and benching like crazy is a sitcom that's been on NBC forever and I've never watched it until now. Have you ever seen Superstore?
1: Oh, have I seen it? <laughs>
0: I had never seen it. What? It's so it's, good. Oh, it's so it's good. So- Like, I'm, I am, I was taken aback at how good it is. Like, I was like, oh, wait, it's a really smart satire of, like, the workplace and, like, more so than even, like, the office or anything. It's just this, like, it's so much smarter than, like, it has any right to be. And I just... I'm it's, already. No, it's it's such
1: oh, good humor. It's so it's America. so, funny.
0: and America Ferrera is uh, so wow. great in it. And like, but it is made up of the most like diverse and fascinating and interesting cast. Yeah, like every actor, like, and I'm talking like body diversity. I'm talking mm-hmm. about age. I'm talking uh, race, cultural backgrounds, everything. Like everything is represented in this show and I'm just really amazed. And then I stop and I think about it and I'm like, oh of course, retail. Yeah. Like you would have right. Like that is exactly what a retail store would look like or the staff of a retail store would look like. Yeah. It's, it's so, good. so good. It's brilliant. I like my roommate told me for years. He was like, I think you'll really like it. And I I just had never given the opportunity so this this past week I was like well if I'm laying around I might as well just jump into a show and Superstore was it so mm. my gag of the week is Superstore Jordan what's your gag of the week what have you okay. been doing so I
1: this is going to seem so boring especially compared to Superstore Superstore <laughs> is so good I love that show my gag of the week has been sleep <laughs> like you win that's i i came off of being out of work for 10 days and i i um i also was sick with the big one as you know back in october and so i hadn't had you know and that i was really sick and i went right back to work so i hadn't had a day off in a long time so i had 10 days off and I just got so much sleep. And this week I have felt so good. And, like, it's been that thing that has reminded me, like, sleep does change your life.
0: <laughs> it's incredible. Like, we do not. And it's so fascinating that we spend all of our childhood not wanting it. And
1: right? then
0: we get to be adults. And it's all we want to do.
1: <laughs> right. No. And, like, I it changes my attitude. I mean, it's, like, sleep and water. I mean, like, hello. <laughs> things that are free, the large, the biggest <laughs> gifts in life. Like I'm, I'm learning to take them, accept them and be that, be with them.
0: I totally <laughs> agree. There were a couple of days um, when I was sick that I did like full on 12 hours sleeping nights and it was, it was the best. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it is, it is. There's nothing like a really good, hard eight hours yeah. of
0: sleep. You know what I mean? The- Yes, there's nothing better than just passing out. (laughs) And even when, my favorite is when the best sleep is when you go to bed at like a pretty appropriate hour and then you sleep and you have nothing the next day, but yet you wake up on your own and Mm. it's like not super early, but you're not sleeping until like 1 p.m. Like you get up at like 8 or, like, 8.30, and you're like, oh, my God, I feel great. (laughs) Yes, it's... (laughs) It's,
1: it's like, really... It's really elementary. But you're right. When we are in elementary, we don't get
0: it. No, and we don't want it. Like, I look at how many times growing up that I stayed up, especially over the summer, like, I would be up till, like, 2 a.m., and, like, playing video games or like watching M T V video music. <laughs> like I mean music Tommy
1: has a lot really changed. No. Because for me <laughs> for me it hasn't. Like but you, you know, know when do. I got the new Zelda game, it was like I didn't sleep for like <laughs> five weeks. So like there's not much of a difference. It's just now I'm understanding the benefit a little bit more. <laughs>
0: Did you see somebody put the Zelda uh, sound effects under one of those dumbasses climbing the wall of the castle thing? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> they fall off and it's like, oh. ugh! <laughs> and I laughed. Oh, no, that was good. I, 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 I laughed. I, it. laughed it. I said, nope, that's they deserve that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, They should fall off. <laughs> No. So oh my God. Sleep. That is, that was such a good answer. <laughs> You're killing it, man. You are oh, killing I it. <laughs> I just, I,
1: I'm, I'm saying what I'm learning. And <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm not there. I'm just trying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, thank you for that. I perfect, perfect Jordan. <laughs> thank you for being here. You are the absolute best. I just adore you so thank much you for having me. They of like course. seriously, thank you.
1: This has been like the most fun I've had in 2021. So <laughs>
0: Oh, thank good. <laughs> I know the bar was high. It's been <laughs> so fun for everyone. <laughs> Everybody has already been like, well, I don't know how you can get better than 2021.
1: <laughs> well, this will this will be a, a highlight
0: in my 2021. Yes. So thank you, Tommy, of course. for having Re- me. Real quick, tell the people where can they find you. What can they follow? Like, I just they need to follow you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so I am primarily on TikTok and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, Those those are the two areas. And my TikTok is Jordan at Jordan Taylor with no A, so J O R D N T A Y L O R. Yes, Um, and then my Instagram is that same thing but with Insta on the back. So Jordan. Jordan Taylor Insta, but no A in the Jordan.
0: <laughs> Does that make sense? I will have to... <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I will also have them linked in the uh, bio of the episode. Um, and then they, you have a children's book on Amazon, like through Kendall, is that correct? I do. So at the beginning of the Pandora... <laughs> the
1: Pandora, what is wrong with me? At the beginning of the pandemic... <laughs> I literally just said at the beginning of the Pandora. Beginning <laughs> of Pandora, with the <laughs> noir <Navier comes." laughs> At the beginning of the pandemic, there was some... I was trying to just think about something that I could do that I could be creative and also something that I could do to kind of give back. And so um, I wrote a children's book called Mikey Stays Home, wrote and illustrated. Um, it's available in the Kindle store and the proceeds are going to... Um, Global Givings Coronavirus Pandemic Relief Fund. So they've not not me, but they have raised over twelve million dollars um, to help with just COVID nineteen relief. People that have lost their jobs, people that have medical bills. Um, it's amazing what they're doing. Uh, you know, there's so many good good uh, sources out there that are that are raising funds for you know for actors or for a lot of different people that are struggling right now. Um, this is kind of an all encompassing, uh, fundraiser that I guess is an ongoing thing and has been since last March.
0: I love that. That's so beautiful. That's way to use your platform. Like, you know, if you have an audience, like throw some good. I somewhere. mean, I've got, you've got, you got to
1: give back and you got to like, the world is a tough place, and we got to we gotta yes. help
0: where we can, you know? <laughs> Wherever we can. And <laughs> then I forgot to mention in my intro, you have a YouTube channel with your husband, Jared, where you all are – it's like a travel blog, right? It is, yeah. So yeah. We,
1: we're travel vloggers. That's like a whole separate thing, but um, yeah. that was actually the platform that we released the book on. And so that was where oh, – at the time – I wasn't really on TikTok, So that was our main platform. So yeah, that's called JJ cruise. Um, if you like traveling and if you like cruising, like on cruise ships, <laughs> then yeah. uh, we're we're make that, dist- that distinction, <laughs> if you look like going on cruise ships, <laughs> then um, please follow us on YouTube. We would, <laughs> we would love to have you a part of the JJ cruise community. And we have a lot of fun, even though that channel is at a standstill because you know,
0: Obviously, travel, we, cannot, so. we
1: cannot go on cruise ships right now, and that's okay.
0: But you have a back catalog of some great videos and stuff. All of them look really lovely. <laughs> like, all your cruises always look lovely. I never go on a cruise. I've never been. I I kind of feel like, for camp factor, I feel like I have to go on you you know what You I mean?
1: have to, Tommy. We're going to talk about this offline, and we're going to get you on a ship. We don't even have to talk anymore about it now. We're gonna get you on a ship.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait. Jordan, thank you
1: again for being here. You're the best. Thank Ugh. you, Tommy. This really has been so much fun. And you are lovely. You're a wonderful, wonderful human being. I just lo- I adore you. I love you. I think that this podcast is so much fun, and I can't wait to go
0: back and listen to all of the episodes. <laughs>
1: But from the bottom of my heart, I really Of it.
0: course, of course <laughs> And to everyone else Hey, keep on gagging <laughs> An Absolute Gag is produced and edited by me Cover art provided by Grace Greenwood at 1310 Studios Follow her on Instagram at 1310 Studios or visit their website at www.1310 spelled out, music provided by the find them on spotify and itunes rate and subscribe to the podcast on all podcatcher apps apple podcasts and spotify follow the pod on instagram and twitter at an absolute gag pod thanks for listening now pump it queens